Paid for by government.com. The 1920 to 1938 Buffalo Nickel, a true American classic and one of the most iconic coins in history. It's been more than 80 years since the last Buffalo Nickel coin was struck. But now, for a limited time only, full one-pound bags of original U.S. government-struck Buffalo Nickels are being released to the public. That's right. You can own a full pound of 1920 to 1938 classic American Buffalo Nickel coins, all in very good collector condition, with fully visible dates and mint marks, guaranteed. Call 1-800-895-7267 now. To secure a full pound of collector's grade U.S. Buffalo nickels struck during the Roaring Twenties and the Great Depression. Plus, receive a bonus American collector's pack valued at over $10 free with every order. Call now 1-800-895-7267 to secure your full pound bag of Buffalo nickels before they're gone. 1-800-895-7267. That's 1-800-895-7267. One. following is a live copyrighted presentation ladies and gentlemen it's time now for radiolawtalk.com with your host frederick penny attorney at law and now radiolawtalk.com Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm Frederick Penny, your host with our producer, Cal Hunter. The two originals are here. <laughs> the only two that make a difference in the world. The two that started Radio Law Talk six years ago. The friends, the guys who sat down and said, there's a little cool thing we're thinking about. Let's do our radio show that talks about law because there's no good radio shows out there that talk about the law that are fun, entertaining, exciting, but only sometimes informative. And that's who we are at Radio Law Talk. <laughs> 1-855-LAW-RADIO. Again, 855-LAW-RADIO. If, if you the show were jeans, Fred, we would be Levi's 501s. <laughs> oh, we are bigger than that, Cal. We're bigger than that. Don't step that low. Big 501s. We, we are big time. It's, it's, hey, it's the day before Halloween. Uh, what, what are you going to be? Uh, Santa. You're going to dress up as Santa? Yeah, I'm all set. My, you know, my beard's already in place. Yes. I, I just I have a shirt that I bought specifically that shows Santa peeking around a corner. So right. I'll just wear that. It'll be good. So you're a peeping Santa? Peeping Santa. Yeah. Okay. The, okay. the police have been alerted. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Actually, you know what you could do, Cal, with that big beard? And those of you who want to call in and tell Cal what to dress up as. Yeah. But uh, that big beard, that big white beard, there's got to be some... Halloween character that that uses a big long beard, maybe like someone from Hogwarts or something like that. That's or, true. I could do a Harry Potter thing, yeah. or or uh, hmm. Think yeah. about it. Just think about it. We're going to be able to do something like that. Today's going to be kind of interesting. We're going to do a case or no case, and Cal just informed me it's double points because. All that matters is I'm here, the host of Radio Law Talk, and and we will not mention those other people, little slackers. Yeah. But uh, oh, we are going. Oh Todd, I'm sick. Oh Denise, oh. I'm out of the country. Oh, yeah. oh come oh, on. Yeah. Well, all I got to say, Cal, is double points. <laughs> yep. Saturday yep. for me and for me and for you that we can get double points in our case or no case, and That's we're going right. to talk about that. But some interesting things we're going to do, and let me tell you what we're going to do. That's just a little slight difference than what we normally do on Radio Law Talk because we have multiple, you know, we have Denise, myself, and Todd, and it's just me alone, and I can do what I want now. I want to talk about one of the most interesting cases we've dealt with in the six years, and almost six years of Radio Law Talk. Let me guess, Johnny Depp. No, that's no. number one. That's number one. Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, I'm going to say, is number one. Yeah, I think so. But the, Christ, the, the sad Kristen Smart murder trial. Oh, and yeah. And uh, not to be confused with Elizabeth Smart out of Utah that was kidnapped long ago, many, many years ago. That was, I think, in the uh, 80s, I believe, or the 90s. And who is now an outspoken advocate against child abduction and all of the horrible yes. things that go with it. She yes. has really done some amazing yes. things with her life. Married yeah. with children. Yeah. Everything she's doing uh, well. But... Kristen Smart's murder is the murder at uh, of a uh, Cal Poly student. We're going to talk about it. If you, uh, some people have heard about it, most people, believe it or not, have not. Really? And, yeah. And so we're going to talk about it in the details <clears throat> this first hour because it's 
it is not only tragic, but it is interesting uh, legally. And I like to wa- look at the legal issues on all these interesting cases and what happened or should have happened or didn't happen. And we're going to discuss that first, but then we're going to talk, go back into the college admission scandal. We've got uh, some very interesting and, and sad news today. I had to say it's kind of sad Saturday today. And then we're going to talk about, um, we got Harvey Weinstein case that has started. Uh, what the tr- a weird turn that case has taken, wow. hasn't it, man? Well, and it's just, it's, it, it is kind of piling on, but yeah. you know what? It's interesting and 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 what I did, Cal, is as I'm studying these cases, I say things in my mind. And in the Weinstein case, as a lawyer, if you've got a really strong case, be careful of piling on. And I'm not telling lawyers what to do or not to do, but I'm just saying in general. I've learned this from Todd, too, former prosecutor for the DA's office and a public defender, because there's an appeals processes, especially when it comes to criminal cases, right? Beyond a reasonable doubt, it's a much higher standard to prove someone guilty. So you've got to be careful about piling on when the evidence is pretty darn if clear. If you've got to win, take your win. Yeah. And, and listen, set aside your other charges because if something comes up on appeal and you right. lose the original, you might want to go to another charge. Well, is that Cal- what you're saying? Yeah, the thing, it's not just that. The thing is, is your evidence is so strong careful about piling on more and more witnesses to, yeah. that might make make it prejudicial instead of what's called probative, right? And might the, make a juror go to sleep. Well, week. yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. And, and we did talk about... I, can I do an anecdotal thing? I'm going to do an anecdotal well, thing. All right, wait. Let, let me get set up for get that. Get the anecdotal it, thing. Yeah, okay. It's uh, critical that we say... That is anecdotal. Yes. Okay. All right, good. Yeah, so yeah. one of my partners, uh, a phenomenal trial lawyer, and I'm going to throw a shout-out to Kevin Elder, who tries a lot of our bigger cases... He just finished, we finished a case uh, a few months ago, and uh, one of the associate lawyers came back and told me the following, and I actually talked to my partner, Kevin, he goes, it's true. During a case, they, the defense kept putting on more and more experts and bring, and, and it was kind of getting boring. You could tell the jury apparently was falling asleep. <laughs> And my partner, objection, Your Honor, unduly boring, burdensome. <laughs> I said, did, you, did he say boring? He goes, yeah, his objection was it was boring. What did the judge say? I, I, the judge, like, overruled. <laughs> just, but, Granted, wake me but, when this is yeah, over. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah he's like, overruled. <laughs> that was funny. So anecdotal stuff. We're going to talk about that when it comes to... Uh, that that case on, on Weinstein, let's make sure that it doesn't uh, put the jurors to sleep, number one, and number two, you don't pile on. We're going to talk about those things. Remember, a couple of things. The first is uh, make sure you understand we're talking about general topics of law, not giving legal advice, seek local counsel. That's exactly it. Or go to our website, radiolawtalk.com. We are in the process of putting a new site up. It's all new and looks Wonderful, but we're having little technical difficulties, and you'll be able to see that soon. Go to our podcast at radiolawtalk.com and click on the, the former shows. You can go back five years, Cal, and you wow. can type in a topic, and you'll be able to find our podcast on that. And our podcast is on, and what we talk about here is on you know, Spotify, you know, all the Apple, main ones. All the Apple, major all the streaming major platforms streaming were there. Yeah. And, and by the way, when you listen to the show, would you do us the favor of writing us a favorable review? Yeah, that we love that. That's nice. exactly right. So cool. yeah. that's what we're going to talk about. And then, and then after we do all that, we've got remember hour two, nine to noon Pacific time. We're always live, and uh, you can call in and talk to us. But if you want to email us, which we have a lot of wonderful emails, email us at info at radiolawtalk.com. And some of you have emailed us and said, can I have one of your wonderful t-shirts? And we've sent them out. We can't guarantee you're going to get one, but if you have not received a Radio Law Talk t-shirt, but believe it or not, no, it's not a gimmick. It's not a gimmick. It's free. We'll just sometimes, people, if you're a, a loyal listener, uh, and I've had emails back, thank you, love your shirt, we'll just send it out to you. And that's t-shirts not do. available in all sizes. Yes, that's exactly that's right. right. <laughs> in all sizes. Yeah, the extra, the extra small for me. If, so. you, yeah, if you send an email, please include your t-shirt size. It would be my yeah. point. Yeah. And you know what's interesting too, Cal? I was in here, um, and our studio is in where a, a law office is too, and uh, there was new staff and lawyers that came in. And they came in and looked at our studio and were just astonished. Oh, sure. How beautiful the studio is and how great it looked. And so, 
No, awesome job, Cal and I are doing that. But look, we come back, we're going to do our case or no case, and we're going to get right into the Kristen Smart's murder case. And if you've never heard about it, or if you have heard about it but don't know the details, wait until you hear this. We're going to pound this for probably the full hour because there's a lot to go over and a lot to talk about. So So tweak your brain. This is the key thing. Get ready for case or no case. Get fired up for that. Yep, get ready. All right, we'll be back. This is Radio Law Talk with Cal Hunter and Fred Penny is the boss. I just put my name first because I'm selfish. Anyway, Radio Law Talk is coming right up. More of it after this. Stay tuned for more Radio Law Talk. It's coming right up after we break away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. Are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub? Here's a new affordable idea to consider. When you bought your home years ago, you had a traditional bathtub. And you put a shower curtain in it and it lasted for years. But now, maybe you or your mom is having difficulty getting in and out of a high-step tub. For some people, that can be an accident waiting to happen. If you or one of your parents is in this situation and you don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, call Steve at Senior Safety Pro Tub to Shower today. They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk-in shower, in some cases under $2,000, in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. Call Steve right now for your free consultation. 800-832-1549-800-832-1549-800-832-1549. That's 800-832-1549. Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you? Your life needs are always changing, but have you done anything to improve your health insurance for you and your family? Health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better. It's impossible to do all the research yourself, but now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-635-7188-800-635-7188-800-635-7188. That's 800-635-7188. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny and Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800 616 I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, quick, car wash. Uh-huh. Up inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quick, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quick, car wash. They'll have you. 
Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Radio Lockhart. Bread rules. Who told you that? <laughs> You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. Uh, my favorite kitty bump, Cal of all time. You can play that as much as you want, you know. Okay. Right? Right. You can just play that. All, in fact, we can play it all three hours. I don't want to cause any trouble, but, uh, you know, this... Uh... I think Brad's the best. Not, I, not, yes. not that I'm sucking up. I'm no, <laughs> we have to because I'm yeah. the one here. All right, let's roll case or no case. All right, all right. here we go. Stand yeah. by. Case or no case is... Shift over I think machine. Brad's the best. Okay. That's true, too. Put that in there. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yeah. A man in Reno by the name of Wallace Sharp bought a house, a townhome, 12 years ago. The 34-year-old man said he bought the 1,000-square-foot condo when he was in his early 20s for $120,000. He did a lot of upgrades and refurbishing, and then he uh, said the market got hot, and now his home was worth $400,000. So he wants to sell the house and pick up a bigger place that he says might be worth about six hundred. dollars so he wants to move the equity over and you know, make it a manageable situation like a lot of people do. However, when his mother and younger sister heard that he was planning to sell, they went to him and insisted that he keep his word and sell the home to them for the price that he originally paid for it. For the same price he paid, their relationship was so bad that they filed court papers claiming Sharp had promised to do so if he, in quotes, ever sold. Now, they had no financial interest in the property. They just wanted a deal. Sharp just wanted the money. And he knew neither his mother nor his sister could afford the mortgage at $400,000. He refused their demand, and they said they were going to press the matter in court since he made a verbal agreement with them that they filed from the long time ago. They put it on the record. Mr. Sharp said, nope, I don't recall that. They wanted to know if they could force the issue by forcing him to make a deal, and wanted to know if they had a case or no case. So, Mr. Penny, on double points Saturday, do they have a case or no case? Did, now, you're saying they had to try to make a deal. Was Monty Hall involved in this in yes, any door, way? Well, actually, it was a townhome, so there was door number one, two, three, four, and five. Yes, <laughs> and uh, Carol Merrill, was she involved? Oh, the lovely Carol Merrill, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone under 40s on the radio going, what? You think so, What? All right, so let me make this. So in Reno, were mom and sister living in this townhome with him? No, they lived in the area. Oh. But, you know, they said, hey, oh. Sonny Boy's going to sell, and well. he, he should take a $300,000 hit because he said, well, if I ever sell this mom, when he was 20, if I ever sell this mom, I'll sell it to you for okay. what I paid for it. Now, did he really say that? He claims he did not. Okay, so here's a couple of things that people don't understand is you, people think that it, everything has to be in writing. You can't have a contract, an oral contract. Now, they're difficult to prove, right? Yep. But there, you can have an oral contract, and their argument's going to be this was an oral contract. Now, I, this, there's two things I have to look at here. First, legal issues, and then there's issues of Cal, what he's thinking, <laughs> right? So I'm going to combine the two in as follows. This is such an obvious, simple straightforward case that it cannot be that simple. Well, in its simplicity yeah. and straightforwardness, what makes it so clear and simple in your mind? Well, it's clear and simple because it's like his house, they're not living there because I thought if they were living there, then they got a landlord-tenant issue whether or not they can be evicted or kicked out, right? right so right. I've crossed that. I wrote down landlord-tenant issues, and I crossed that out. Mm. So now we've got left with he said, she said, they have... They have. They, they gave nothing for this thing. There's no. But it's his mommy. Fred. Yeah, but it, they gave nothing for it. Right. It's his in his name. Um, th it's just so blatantly obvious that they have no right to it unless there's clear and convincing evidence. Which I, I mean, I don't see any evidence like that. But that's the problem, Cal. That's too simple. So I have to ask myself. That's what the law would sh say, but I don't think that's the case. So. I'm going to say it is a case, and I'm going to say they do file the lawsuit, and there's a weird twist here somehow, Cal, that 
Um, um, okay, so it's a case. I just can't say that they lost. I'm, let me think. It's, it's, it's between these two things. Did they settle out of court or was there a verdict? I'm going to say it's either not done or they settled out of court, but there was no, quote, verdict on that. But there was a case. You know, sometimes it's best to just go with your gut, Fred. It was not a case. Oh, you won, Cal. Yeah, but Mr. Sharp sold the house very quickly when they first started arguing with him about it and moved out of state. <laughs> so it's a scenario, but no case. Right. It was an actual scenario. So they really, so it, was, uh, it must have been a newspaper you read. They yep. actually, yep. mom and sister yeah. complained, mm-hmm. saying yep. that you need to, and so he said, I'm just going to sell the place and move quickly. Yeah, he saw, I saw this on a realtor website because right. someone said, well, my brother promised my mom, and I thought, well, that's a really interesting setup, isn't it? Wow. Because... What are his legal obligations to his own mother? And the answer is the same as anybody else, <laughs> right? Nothing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, four points for you, Cal. Congratulations. Yay, that's, double point I think Saturday. That's, that's awesome. Double point Saturday. Cal gets Woo. four. That was awesome. So Next hour, Fred, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about a guy whose actual undercover name was Yankee Silver. An undercover drug cop gets into yes. a bit of a dilemma. That's next hour. On Yankee okay. Silver. Yankee Silver. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let me, let's talk about... A couple of things in this Kristen Smart case, and those of you who don't know, let, let me lay this background for you about Christopher uh, Kristen Smart's case, uh, and then we'll probably have to go to break after that. But it's very important, and and the alleged or back in the day, the alleged uh, perpetrator Paul Florence. So this is 1996. That's a long time ago, Cal. Yep. In 1996, let's see, what was I doing? I was practicing law, but I had been in practice only five years at the time, Cal. I was a local TV celeb at that time. That's exactly right. So um, I'm going to lay out what happens from this girl that's from Stockton, California. And mom and dad say, we want you to go to Cal Poly, which is a safe, nice generally speaking, good campus to be in that you shouldn't worry about your children, especially in 1996. And let's walk through what happened and what the latest is with that case when we come back. Yeah, this is an interesting story. And if you know about it, Fred's about to tell you more than you thought you knew. That's coming up right here on Radio Law Talk. So please stay tuned as the show continues. You found Radio Law Talk. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets, where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack quick, quick, car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the Quick Quack Confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the Quick Quack Habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They're happy. Look at 
airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low cost. Paid for by government.com. The 1920-1938 Buffalo Nickel, a true American classic and one of the most iconic coins in history. It's been more than 80 years since the last Buffalo Nickel coin was struck. But now, for a limited time only, full one-pound bags of original U.S. government-struck Buffalo Nickels are being released to the public. That's right. You can own a full pound of 1920-1938 classic American Buffalo Nickel coins, all in very good collector condition, with fully visible dates and mint marks, guaranteed. Call 1-800-895-7267 now. To secure a full pound of collector's grade U.S. Buffalo nickels struck during the Roaring Twenties and the Great Depression. Plus, receive a bonus American collector's pack valued at over $10 free with every order. Call now 1 800 895 7267 to secure your full pound bag of Buffalo nickels before they're gone. 1 800 895 7267. That's 1 800 895 7267. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So Kristen Smart's at Cal Poly, which, by the way, is very well known for its architectural, um, like some of the top architects in in the world, not just the country, go to Cal Poly. Great architecture program. Yeah, the program is phenomenal there. It's right on the ocean, those of you who don't know, and it's uh, it's not quite Southern California, but it's kind of. It's right on the edge of Southern California. Um, so I'm going to call it the, what would you call that, S- Central, Central Southern? Coast. Everybody called it the Central Coast. Central but, yeah, Coast, yeah. yeah. But it's kind of, it's, it's, the, it's the Southern Central Coast. Not quite L.A., but yeah. Almost there, yeah. yeah. So she's there, and it is uh, 2000, I mean, 1996. It's Memorial Weekend. Everybody's off. She lives in the dorms. Kristen does. She's 19 years old, and she decides she's going to stay instead of head home. And a number of people are heading home for their, you know, vacation for the weekend because it's a long weekend. But she has her good friend. She's there hanging out, and then she hears about a party that she wants to go to, and she talks her friend into going to this party. She's a freshman, uh, and they and they head out to this party. Uh, and and here's the best part about it, uh, as in just weird. This is May 24th, 1996, and, and Margarita Campos is her friend. They head out to this party, but when they showed up to this house where this party is, right near campus, they found it really weird, just two roommates hanging out playing video games. Hmm. And they thought, this is boring. This is not a college this party. This is not a college party we're <laughs> right. going to go to. And I don't think they're looking to be like a massive, you know, wild party. Just a typical, you know, get-together freshman party. Um, you know, I don't know if there was drinking. I don't know. I'm sure there would be. There probably yeah. would, but yeah. whatever. So, uh, you know, so she they leave. And what's the first thing I thought when I heard this was as follows. And by the way, let me take a step back. I got to give a shout-out. How this all starts is... You know this. This is a uh, a murder, a te- you know, a, a, a disappearance of a gal that goes cold. An unsolved cold case for twenty two, twenty three years. Wow! And an individual by the name of Chris Lambert starts a podcast about it because he goes, you know what? I, he just was curious. He's not a investigator. He's not a lawyer. He just said, you know what? I want to talk about this, and he started looking into it. And Chris started a podcast called Your Own Backyard. And this podcast was all about Kristen Smart's disappearance. That's what it was about. And it started about three or four years ago. And what's crazy is it took off. And he had millions of followers, at least a million followers, millions of listeners that would listen to him go over the evidence and talk about this podcast. And it put it back on the forefront. So congratulations to him, you know, uh, really a, a, an individual that, that helped put this back on the forefront. Because there's so many cold cases in this world, especially in the United States, that, that they just don't have the manpower when I mean that generically, to cover this. So what happens is he's talking about this on his podcast, what happens? And people are listening. And don't forget, stuff like this starts happening. 
you know, people start coming forth going, yeah, I remember this, I remember that. Um, but anyway, as he's saying that, he's talking about this this party with these two roommates hanging out playing video games. Cal, the first thing I thought about was if I didn't know where he went to college, I would have said the following. That's Todd Cunin. That was Todd Cunin's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Our co-host, Todd Cunin, is a video game guy. I could just see Todd Cunin there. Uh, George. Yeah, Todd. Did you uh, invite a bunch of people to our party? Yeah, dude. Yeah. All right. Who did you invite? I invited uh, Mr. PS2. Everybody's coming, man. (laughs) Hey, so far nobody's knocked on the door. All right, let's just keep doing our Pong or let's play uh, Mario Kart. (laughs) Fred, I don't want to get off on a squirrel tangent, but 100, according to the Center for the Missing and Exploited People, 180 thousand people disappear in this country every year wow and only about 4600 are found either their remains or them alive wow it's a stunning number yeah what you do always fight back right yep. always fight back you just don't so anyway so they go there and they find okay there's nothing going on so they go okay let's go look around so this is where there's a little bit of a gap going on because obviously um margarita campos is still alive and and he talks to him that is this podcaster talks to her but so apparently she she that she said uh, that is she that's Kristen said let's go to this other place let's go here and she said no I don't want to I don't want to go so so Margarita Campos leaves her and it's in the middle of the night and says look I don't have my keys so Kristen hands her the keys to the dorm room so she can get in and so Kristen had nothing with her. She had no keys, no, no wallet, no phone, no, no ID, nothing, no, no ID, nothing, nothing, right. nothing with her. I think '96. Do they have? Yeah, they had, they had, they had phones at the time. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, cell phones, brick phones, but still. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, he. This is what happens. Um, uh, so she heads back home, and next thing you know, um, she realizes uh, Kristen never shows up. She doesn't have anything. And by the way, she said, look, she was absolutely sober at the time that she left her and walked away. Well, apparently what happens is they call the police and the police don't don't jump on this very quickly. And and it take four days after she was gone for the Cal Poly police to finally investigate and get going. And I'm sure people are saying why, Fred. But listen, you and I have both been in small town police departments. It's a holiday weekend. It's a missing college kid. They right. don't know what's going on. Well, the college kids probably they went home. You exactly. Know? They yeah. went home. Oh, they went home, or they're hanging out with some friends. That's yes. exactly right. Yeah. Or you know, if she doesn't show up to class, see, the class isn't there, right? So, yep. so what what happens after that is they finally start investigating. But here's the thing that that starts coming up. They find out that later on that she uh, was either drugged up, drunk passed out, you know, or very inebriated on the lawn out. This is still on campus, not too far from her dorms. And I'm going to say it was, you know, I can't remember the exact thing, but it was like 20, 40 yards, not too far away. Wow. And so as a, a fellow student by the name of Cheryl Anderson starts to help her out and picks her up and says, look, I'm trying to help her to get to her dorms. And out of the blue, Cheryl Anderson says... Another party goer named Paul Flores shows up just out of the blue. Just all of a sudden, he's there, and he helps her pick her up to take her back to her dorms. And but Paul Flores push kind of pushes Cheryl Anderson away, not not physically like push, says, "I'll handle it. I can take this. I'll do it. You just go home." So he takes control of the situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah trying to beat up Mister. I'm gonna I'm gonna help guy, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and the thing that's interesting is later on we find out as Cheryl. Goes back to her dorm. Say, oh, I'm going to go back to my dorm. You, you, you take her like you say. Flores tries to hug and kiss her goodbye, mm. and he doesn't even know her, right? Mm. And so uh, he promised, and she said, "Hey, he promised he's going to take her back to her dorm, and all was going to be well." Well, guess what? It wasn't well. It wasn't well, and she never, never appeared. But that were that. That's what happened. Those were the facts, and she was just 40 yards away. That's I look approximately 40 yards away from her dorm. 40 yards away from safety. And for now, 20 years, her body 
and it was, is nowhere to be found. Right, right, right. Even to my knowledge, to this day, I don't still think they found, they yet, still I don't found think. it. Yeah, yeah. But we'll, and we'll get to the what, what what's going on. So wow. she disappears, and so the hunt kind of goes on, right? And now they get a little more involved as as days goes on, and her father actually comes down and, and starts hiking the hills and trails um, all along or near um, Cal Poly, and and. You know, don't forget, this is from the podcast. This is from this this guy's podcast. He said basically, look, <clears throat> his investigation, he's finding out that not a lot was done. And, uh, in fact, they they tried to um, bring him to justice after a while, but there wasn't a lot of evidence. And they put him before a grand jury that this is Paul Flores. And the grand jury uh, found basically there there was nothing there. So nothing ever came out, and it it basically became a cold, uh, a cold case. Now, stunning. Yeah, the stunning thing. The thing is, is what happened though. Uh, I want to talk to you about what happens at his dorm room, Paul uh, Paul's dorm, Paul Flores' dorm room, um, between the time that they first started to investigate, and uh, he's basically let go as of any charges uh, and then we'll come back and talk about that that's interesting what happens and how the, some of this stuff was kind of botched up but you're right it's small town you look back hindsight's 2020 yep. and we're going to talk about what happens from there we'll be back and in california by the way we did you we gave you the number of total missing persons in california 5.4 of every 100,000 people in this state of 40 million turns up missing so there's a lot of missing folks out there we'll be right back with radio law talk as the show continues, stay tuned. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny and Associate Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny and Associate Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny and Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800 616 the old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance, 
Veterans or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-493-6112. That's 800-493-6112. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're Biz to Credit, a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. Uh, 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 Sure, sure. So no charges were ever filed against uh, Paul Flores. So his family... Does a, an interesting her now Chris, Flores, Kristen, is, Flores is a student is the student that there that allegedly uh, was the one that was with her last and the was one that told that gal hey I'm going to take her home don't worry as police say you're as the last one say, who saw her that's alive exactly yeah. right so that's where we are yeah. in this case so but they but they basically say there's not enough evidence so what Kristen's father decides to do is they file a lawsuit against Paul Flores a civil case saying that he murdered her and then asked for damages. So, so they're taking the O.J. Simpson parents' tactic. If we can't get yes. you in criminal court, we're going to come after your money. Exactly what's happened. So okay. they do that, and the reason they do that, Cal, really clearly it's not the money. This kid is not going to have any money. It's that he has to sit down for a deposition, and they can ask him these questions. Yeah, they want to squeeze him. Squeeze yeah. him. Yeah. But guess what's happened? He pleads the fifth, right? Yeah, he lawyers up. Yeah. yeah, he lawyers up and he pleads the fifth. So they get nothing out of him uh, because of that. But they do they are they are able to take the deposition of the father and the mother of uh, Paul Flores and they basically say, Ah, we don't know we don't we don't know anything. Well, so the know, father said he knew nothing? Knew nothing, knew nothing, hmm. knew nothing. So that's where we are, okay? Mm, wow. So what's happened now now here's some interesting facts. When they do the civil case and bring the civil case later on they find this some evidence that is absolutely crazy that it was not brought up before now i don't i'm not blaming the police department because this is stuff that just that there was no connection with police departments so apparently paul flores lives out there with his mother in a place by the by the uh, by the name of ario grande Ario Grande, or whatever that is. Ario Grande. Arroyo Grande. That means Arroyo Big Grande. Canyon in English. Yeah, okay. and it's and I don't know. That's in California somewhere, but it's Ario Grande. Well, apparently he has a DUI warrant around the same time that this disappearance occurs in 1996, and just by chance, two days after she vanishes, um, he is picked up by the police. And for an outstanding DUI warrant, and they take his picture and a, and of his mugshot, and it shows he's got a black eye. Really? Yes, he's got a black eye. Whoa. And they ask, why doesn't he have, what's the deal with this black eye? The thing that's interesting is he says as follows. Well, I was playing basketball with my, my friends, and they I got hit. And... They talk to the friends. And then. Fred said, were you playing at church? No. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's, were you playing at church? But, but, or playing with your brother or sister? Right. Well, and then the friends say, no, he showed up with a black eye. Whoa. Then he changes his mind, and his next story is, well, well, no, I actually, that's not the truth. I actually hit my eye. <laughs> this is the best one. On the steering wheel in the middle of the night while changing my stereo. Mm-hmm. So now his black eyes from changing the stereo. Now here's what's interesting, Fred. Yeah. 
all you've got, if you're a police investigator, you've got a drunken college kid with a black eye. That's what you've got. That's it, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, and a guy who's the last one to have seen your victim alive, but that's all you've got. It's the only string you have. Yes, and you've, if right? you're talking about the police, they, they need more than that. And don't yeah. forget, they put a lot of this evidence before the grand jury, and they just said, yeah. there's not enough. And a grand jury, those of you who don't know, is basically uh, prosecutors are only the ones that can put the case on, and they put the case on without defense arguing and if there's enough evidence they see, then they can go ahead and do a case. Yeah, meaning the grand jury gets to see the prosecutor's case and says it. either indict him or not, essentially. And they said right? no. And yeah. so basically it's really slanted against the defendant, yeah. and they said even then there's not enough evidence. Wow. So, so you know, jumping on the police and the investigation side, they they should have, you know, that that's that's – I get it. But here's what's a few of the – a few of the – I'm going to say trip-ups – You've got, and I do agree. It's the Memorial Weekend, um, and people are gone. People are, and 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 a girls disappeared from um, a her part, dorm. A party. That's yeah, just yeah. that's just doesn't sound unusual. Yeah. But okay, let's just say a day a day goes by, right, Cal? A day goes by, and he they're told Paul Flores is the last one seeing seeing him, seeing her. But so they eventually, after four or five days, the police department gets involved. They bring cadaver dogs to. Paul Flores's dorm. What's interesting is apparently the dorms had already cleaned his room out, like it would have been cleaned out, like he mm. moved out type thing, wow. and all been whitewashed. And the cadaver dog still, the first cadaver dog went through all a lot of the dorm rooms and nothing, nothing, and then just beeline for his bed the minute the cadaver dog walked in Paul's uh, really? dorm room. But then, then they brought in, I believe, three other cadaver dogs. Three others, and all three did the same thing. So all this evidence, circumstantial evidence, is starting to pop up, but they just don't have enough. No body. To, no body, no nothing. Then, to top it off, they start investigating. And look, and a lot of this has to do with the civil case. They investigate during this civil case and find this stuff out. They find out this Paul Flores has a reputation among girls at Cal Poly as kind of a cowboy is kind of a creeper. Now, you, just because you're a creeper doesn't mean you're guilty, right? Right. Just That's means a you're creepy. Yeah. But it's just it's just starting to all add up. And then, just five months before she disappeared, ready for this one? Yeah. Uh, he was also a student called the San Luis Obispo Police for a guy climbing his tre her trellis trying to get inside her balcony, inside her house. Uh, Guess who that was? It was our man, Paul. Paul Flores was hmm. doing that. So all this stuff, it's just starting to look weird. And so... The police uh, doesn't say, listen, we haven't been aggressive up to this point, but now it's time for us to put on yeah, our big boy investigator yeah. pants and get to work, right? Right, right. So don't forget, this is, you know, this is... There's months, months later that... Now, you know, he's being de deposed. The civil case is coming up. But again, what's he do? He just, he flat out just says, I, you know, I, I'm pleading the fifth. And, you know, for one of my favorite procedural TV shows is the first 48. Yes. It says if they don't get a good solid lead or close a case in the first 48 hours, right. the odds are very good it's just going to go cold for a long time. It will. And so here's the thing. There has been posters. I've seen pictures and, and posters of her uh, picture uh, all over California. Yep. And the one picture, if you look at it, she's wearing a necklace and earrings. That's the main picture they use. Well, guess what? Mr. Flores' mother's house, she was renting a house. I don't know if it was renting or, or buying. I think she was renting it. When she moved out, someone moved in. And as they're washing their car, they found an earring in the driveway. Hmm. And the earring matched the earring. In that, the photo? In the photo. That's exactly right. And that wasn't enough for them to go crazy? And apparently, ready for this? Somehow the evidence was turned in and it got lost. Wow. And and that is absolutely Was Barney Fife running the department <laughs> at the time? <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but but they find that and I you know, I'm not gonna go into all the you know little details, but this is this is what the issue is. But but the lady was able to testify you know that was the actual earring that was in the picture. So that, that is stunning, Fred. Yeah. So that's that's what's going on. You got dead body smell on the yep. bed, earring in the driveway, no charges, nobody. Yeah. So so the other here's the other thing. So what they do in in these these cases are they could go and they get a warrant to go to the house where Paul's mom was, and apparently there was testimony of the neighbors that late at night, 
around the time of 1996 that this occurred, that she disappeared. There were strange things going on under their balcony of the house all night. In a beach house, it's not unusual yeah. for there to yeah. be a big deck with a bunch of right. trust-like supports underneath right. that are open and you can get right. underneath the deck. And right. that's what they he said. All night, they were underneath there. Wow. And, by the way, eventually they got cadaver dogs to go under there, and, they, and they, there was no body there they didn't find, but they smelled and found evidence of a body they're trying to claim. But, again, defense argues, but it, it, there was no blood found, according to defense, and it could have been any human under there, but not a... But the cadaver dogs, it's, it's, I, I don't know how they, they know, but they smell a dead body. I don't know what the smell difference is. Yeah, but, they just train them for that particular right, you know, smell. And, and they're really very, I mean, they are amazingly good. They're used right. in earthquake rescues. 9-11, they were used a lot. Right. That's so it. what happens then is, oh, my gosh, Cal, we're running out of time. There's so, this is so interesting. I know it just seems like it's dragging, but, but you, this is so interesting what happens. And let's just take it into hour two, the first uh, we're not going to do a case or no case. The first first uh, seg. seg. Yeah, yeah. Let's do the second seg, case or no case, and I'll finish this up first segment of hour right. two because it gets interesting. Because I'm how this fascinated ends. about what led to him getting charged. That's exactly yeah. right. We'll be back. Yeah, so Fred will have that story for you and more coming up right here on Radio Law Talk, and we hope you'll stay tuned because it's a fascinating case with wide-ranging implications, especially if you have a child in college who may be a little naive or too trusting. Stay tuned. Radio Law Talk will continue. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. And dot com. The 1920-1938 Buffalo Nickel, a true American classic and one of the most iconic coins in history. It's been more than 80 years since the last Buffalo Nickel coin was struck. But now, for a limited time only, full one-pound bags of original U.S. government-struck Buffalo Nickels are being released to the public. That's right. You can own a full pound of 1920-1938 classic American Buffalo Nickel coins, all in very good collector condition, with fully visible dates and mint marks, guaranteed. Call 1-800-895-7267 now. To secure a full pound of collector's grade U.S. Buffalo nickels struck during the Roaring Twenties and the Great Depression. Plus, receive a bonus American collector's pack valued at over $10 free with every order. Call now 1-800-895-7267 to secure your full pound bag of Buffalo nickels before they're gone. 1-800-895-7267. That's 1-800-895-7267. 